Hello, and welcome to the Angelic Healing Podcast. In this space, myself or members of my North American team want to talk about all sorts of different topics, such as spirituality, gifts, healing, awakenings, and many, many more. I hope the time that you spend with us here, you find a little peace and harmony, and maybe even a few answers along the way. Thank you for being here. All right, guys, top of the hour here, so we might as well begin. Welcome everybody that's joining us here in Altspace to our event here for Soulful Sundays and all those that are going to be listening later online, either on Facebook on the replay itself or on our newly launched podcast, which I'm super, super excited to introduce. Um, today's topic is quite an interesting one. Um, and my daughter had actually brought up this topic with me a little while ago about struggles, obstacles, and procrastination. What it takes to stop. Really the event because I think a lot of these things are so pivotal as what we teach as a company and what we're teaching on a move forward basis, whether we're working somebody with healing or working somebody with guidance and teaching. Eventually they're going to come into one of these three, if not all of these three, and how they deal with this can be so pivotal, even in their own journeys or their own traumas or their own healing process itself. So I wanted to take a little bit of time and jump up here on stage for you guys today and talk about these three and how I see them and some different ways to, you know, uncouple them from each other and uncouple them from yourself so they're not the monster in the closet anymore. So I think initially, if we separate these two, at least the first two categories of struggle and obstacles, if we separate these first two into two different categories and talk about the obstacles and struggles that other place upon us, and then the obstacles and struggles that we place upon ourselves. I think the third one of being procrastination is pretty self-explanatory that most of the time procrastination is strictly to do with us, whether we like to admit it or not. But these first two, let's just take the obstacles and struggles that others place on us and we'll just set them aside on the table for now. Right? We'll just leave them over there right now and really deal with what is in your guys' control. First one, you know, if we look at the obstacles that we face in life, whether it's looking within or looking on a, a spiritual journey or a self journey, what are the roadblocks that we're putting in our own way and why are they there? And the same thing with the struggles, right? When do we struggle compared to when do we thrive? Now, if you've attended a lot of our previous events, you guys know, you know, the exchange between me and Dana on Enlightened Entanglement Evenings always talks about that one expression that I taught her when she was younger about never denying her the struggle. <laughs> now, when she was young, she loved to hate this expression. And it usually, if we're going to give you full context on this, it usually involved is she asked to do something or she wanted something or, you know, whatever that might have been. And I said, no. And then she started to ask in different ways. That's usually when that line came on and I would, I'd give her permission that, you know, if you want to try this, go ahead, but I'm not going to deny you the struggle of it blowing up in your face. Now, initially a lot of people hear that and say, oh my goodness, that's a horrible thing to do to a child, but it's really not, you know, 
if we change the way that we view struggle and obstacles, I think a lot nowadays we look at something as a barrier or we look at it as something that's going to halt our progress or we look at it as the thing that is stopping us or holding us down. Struggle can be one of the most beautiful things within your life. Struggle is the place that we gain strength. Struggle is the place that we gain confidence. Struggle, even if we were to take it on a, um, a very, very broad analogy for a second, if we go to the gym and we start to weight train, you know, we're working out, we're doing cardio, we're doing lifting weights. The only way we're going to build this muscle to make it bigger is to break it down. We have to induce resistance and struggle in order for that muscle to grow larger. The only way that we can burn fat in our body is to put resistance within our body and have that struggle within it that we're working against. Our bodies are programmed for struggle. It's the only way that we can grow, that we can develop. Sometimes the psyche gets in this weird little, whatever you want to say, a mousetrap that we think it's not our place to struggle or the struggle becomes the worst thing for us to face. And it's not, it's the same thing as our muscles. It's the same thing as our body. It's the same thing as the shape that we choose to live in. That struggle is how we grow mentally, how we grow emotionally and how we grow spiritually. Now, what about when that struggle gets added on top with an excuse? We let that struggle win and we start to validate the struggle rather than validating the work to get past the struggle. Well, now it becomes an obstacle. Now it becomes the thing that's in the way that we are promoting. Now, this can be done for a multitude of reasons why we put obstacles in our own way. Maybe it's a self-belief issue. Maybe it's a self-value issue. Maybe it's just a, a, you know, that really blanket term you hear nowadays of the fear of success. It's not just a fear of success. It isn't just valid when we're talking about business or work or a job or getting a promotion. What about the fear of success about loving yourself? What about the fear of success of letting go of your baggage and moving from victim to survivor? What about the fear of success of becoming more than you thought you were? These have all inherent obstacles attached to them. Because if they didn't, you would have done it sooner. Now, that's not a bad statement. I I usually promote and I usually teach that you don't get good at forgiving yourself for not knowing any better. Or learn not to judge your past self with your future eyes. Because the difference of today versus two years ago, you have two years of knowledge and wisdom in your back pocket that you can use that you didn't have then. So it's very counterproductive to move backwards and say, I should have known better. I should have done this faster. I should have overcome this sooner. But we can't because we didn't have that two years of knowledge to say, you know what, this is an excuse or this is a reason or this is an obstacle to know better. And I mean, truly know better. Excuse me. A lot of people know the right answer. I mean, and now in today's society or this day and age that we live in, which is wonderful via the internet and smartphones and even the Oculuses that we wear right now. It's very, very easy to know anything, you know, a five second Google search and we can know just about anything. 
But the wisdom to apply that and the wisdom to truly know within oneself uh, takes experience. I think if anybody within this room that are living online take a handful of mistakes or the holdbacks that you have within your own life and you were to look at them while you were making those mistakes or while you were making those errors did you actually know better you know you thought to yourself oh this is a bad idea i shouldn't have done this oh i might get away with it right it'll be different this time and the truth is we're, we're full of excuses like that. We're full of reasons why we want to enable that bad behavior. But somewhere in the back of our minds, we do know better. But truly knowing is when our actions match our words and our thoughts. And we know well enough that this time isn't going to be different. It is the same for me as it is for everybody else. And I need to implement this in order to make change. Which brings me to the last one of procrastination. Probably one of the biggest things when it comes to healing and it comes to growth or learning or even a self journey or spiritual journey is procrastination. Why do we do it? There's a lot of easy, fancy answers out there for you know, how the psyche works and why we plunge forward and why we hold back. But this actually has a lot more to do with the misalignment in yourself. You know, a little while ago, we did a presentation on manifestation, and we talked about a simple comparison between the emotional brain and the intellectual brain. And when we're manifesting things, those two brains need to be lined up in the same direction. And the example that we gave so clearly was, you know, about money. A lot of people want more money. A lot of people know they need more money, you know, to accomplish the things that they want. But emotionally, maybe there's guilt or there's a fear of success attached to that. So they're working against themselves with that money. Well, procrastination works the exact same. It's just the opposite of manifestation. We want to do something, but emotionally we're holding ourselves back or vice versa. Emotionally, we want to do something, but intellectually we're holding ourselves back. And then all of a sudden that afternoon nap looks really good. You know, the endless scrolling on TikTok or Facebook looks wonderful in those moments. And all of a sudden we get very, very good at wasting a ton of time in order to enable that excuse or make that obstacle a little bit bigger or to struggle a little bit harder. And then at the end of the day, we can just throw up our hands very innocently and say, oh, I ran out of time. I'll do it tomorrow. And that's just the easy stuff, let alone talking about the stuff that's hard or is, you know, emotionally full in those moments. To say, this is a really difficult thing for me to come up on. This is a very emotionally charged thing, which already has a flavor of I don't want to do this because it's hard. Because it's hard. Not the truth though. When we deal with change or growth, it's hard. That's why most people won't do it. When we look at coming up on something in ourselves or something that we've buried under a pile of excuses and obstacles, because at least if it's got enough dirty laundry sitting on top of it, we get that outer shell that we're comfortable with in those moments. And that's okay if the world sees this, you know, this layer of dirty laundry. That's fine. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. But I want to dig down under the laundry and I want to touch the stuff underneath that is the raw stuff and the cause and the root of all those problems. And initially, that feeling of vulnerability 
right? becomes very, very uneasy for people unless that space has been built around them in those moments to say it's okay to do that. So we'll procrastinate the crap out of that, let alone with reasons or excuses or anything else they have, you know, just on their own, if that emotional and intellectual brain isn't lining up, that's a very difficult ask for a lot of people to do. So how do we defeat it? How do we move past it? Or how do we even recognize in that moment that it's happening? Because sometimes it happens so fast, you're not even consciously aware that it's happening. Six months goes by and you're on autopilot and you're like, whew, that's the end of the summer. I'm not sure where everybody lives right now, but this summer went pretty fast for me too. I blink of an eye and we're in September. Sometimes being able to see something gives you permission to change it. And if we are giving ourselves the excuses, if we are giving ourselves the struggle and we are offering to fester that procrastination, we'll never see what's underneath it because we're too busy covering it up. What if we just stopped today? What if we just paused? And said, right now for today, I'm not going to add to the pile. I just want to look what's below it. I'm not going to change anything. I'm not going to adapt anything. I'm just going to see what's at the root of it. Why do I feel that misalignment? Why haven't I pushed into that self-journey more myself? What is the thing that's holding me back? What if all we did today was merely look at it? Because once we see it, once we truly see it, we can take those steps and decide what we want to do about it. Don't get me wrong. Once you see it, it doesn't matter. And now you have control because now you are confronted with your own choice. If it's the monster in the closet, and it has been for weeks or months or years, as long as we leave that closet door closed, we can pretend it's non-existent. And then so we just say things like, well, that's just me. Well, that's just how I react. Well, that's just how I do it. But if we peel back the laundry, and we see that thing for whatever it is, and we understand why we have that misalignment within ourselves, that becomes such an empowering moment because it brings the choice back to our laps and our hands. Now we can choose to keep it. We can choose to cover it all back up with the laundry, but at least now we know. Or, we can choose to make those steps to bring ourselves alignment within that moment, saying, is this something that I truly want to hold on to? Is this an action that I truly want to hold on to? Is this obstacle really winning? Kind of changes the way we look at it then, doesn't it? You know, when we teach mindfulness, we teach a lot about autopilot and that kind of that mundane 
know, routine that we have on a day-to-day basis. And so long we stay within that routine, nothing changes and nothing's supposed to. It's designed in our brains to give us space, allow us to multitask, allow ourselves to be able to do menial tasks out there without giving it a lot of energy or willpower in those moments. That's, that's what it's there for. But when we're running on autopilot for too long or too much, our entire life becomes that multitask, no energy, no input, no decision. It's all routine. And within our, that space for ourselves, it's very hard to change. So let's go back to struggles for a second. Now, just whether you're listening online or you're, you're here in Altspace Live with us, I want you to think about the struggles that you face on a day-to-day basis, only within yourself. I'm not talking about traffic or, you know, the jerk at work or anything like that. I'm talking about within yourself. What do you carry resistance for within yourself? Where do you argue with your own inner voice? Now, instead of resisting that, I want you to listen to it. I want you to come up on that conversation no different than you would a friend or a colleague. And I would like to see why you're resisting that or why that is resisting you. And if you can, don't approach it with a moment of stress or a moment of resistance. Just listen to what it's trying to tell you. Why am I fighting with myself about this thing? Why am I arguing with myself about this thing? Why am I spending so much time on a day-to-day basis to tell me that I'm not good enough? What is the lesson behind those things? Once you start to do that, look for the misalignment. Because if you can answer the question why, right? it's the ultimate shovel to dig down through not only yourself, but even with other people. There's an old psychology exercise that talks about the five whys of the seven whys. And if somebody doesn't know what they're feeling in those moments, you start with the question why, and then why this, and then why that, and you keep working it all the way backwards till you get down to the core. So I'm feeling very anxious today. Why are you feeling anxious? Well, it started out because I was late, you know, coming into work today. Well, why were you late? Well, I didn't have a great sleep last night. I woke up late. Um, and I'm just, I'm stressed. I've been hit the ground running. I didn't even have time for my morning routine. Well, why didn't you get good sleep last night? Well, you know, I was watching the show on Netflix and I didn't really want to go to bed because I wasn't looking forward to the work day today. And so we start breaking it down from this moment of anxiety, walking it all the way backwards to talking about that forward looking anxiety before about this same day approaching. So a lot of the times we've created our own struggle in that moment instead of getting rest and taking time to prepare and sleep and that tomorrow not come faster, which we know somewhere in the back of our heads is going to make the next day worse. Now it's an obstacle. Because now even whatever it is we were anxious about coming today, maybe it's a, a presentation, maybe it's an, uh, something that needed to be handed in, a report, or, you know, it doesn't really matter. 
what we know in this point, we short our we short term ourselves sleep, or we short ourselves sleep, excuse me. It makes us not able to deal with things, a little more cranky, maybe, not quite as attuned within our higher thinking. And it becomes this giant obstacle that's only going to get worse the more we do it. But the ability to keep walking that backwards and the ability to look at the core behind that, we can start to take it apart to say, okay, well, in that moment, let's say we can jump through time and go to the, the night before. If we are present in that moment, we feel that anxiety come up about that report or whatever it might be. We say, okay, well, what can we do to start reducing this anxiety regarding the support? You know, have I produced a quality report? Have I taken the time to study for this meeting? Have I taken the time to put the work in behind this? No? Okay, well, let's spend the time doing that now. Rather than zoning out on Netflix or, you know, TikTok or whatever it might be. Now we're working forwardly, bringing alignment to ourselves. So when we wake up in the morning, all those worries aren't there. Or we haven't rebelled against it so hard that we've successfully blown up our next day more into the self-fulfilling prophecy. Struggles and obstacles are all around us. But why would we want to foster and create more when they're not there other than that becomes the excuse for more procrastination? To slow down. To not grow not develop or not move from that victim to the survivor. So be gentle with yourselves. Uncover the laundry. Push down to the core and the root of the problem in those moments and look for misalignment. Try not to search for the error or the thing or the mistake. Just look for where there's misalignment and bring things back into the alignment without stepping into that self-punishment. Wonderful. Well, I think that's an excellent place to wrap up here for today, guys. Thank you very much to all of you here in Altspace that joined us here today with your time. I'd like to humbly give you my gratitude because these are the reasons you guys are the reasons we host these events so thank you at this time i'd like to say goodbye to the people joining us online or later on in the podcast i hope you enjoyed today's episode i would like to take a minute and just thank you for your time here today in spending it with us if you have further questions about the company the things that we talk about or what it is that we do, you're welcome to navigate to the main website at angelichealing.ca. You can connect directly with our socials, see my North American team's profiles, and look at some exciting topics that are still to come. You're also welcome to use the Contact Us tab to request topics for future episodes. I would love to hear from you guys. Until next time, 